Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the Retirement Income Professional Certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice, for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers, and it is my goal to give you the information you need on how to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're doing well and that you are ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. It is that time of year again. The fall is set in on us, and we are just enjoying this weather. Man, I'm telling you, what else is fun around this time of year is deer hunting. I'm a big deer hunter. I enjoy that. My sons and I, we enjoy getting out and seeing the woods, uh, seeing the deer. They're beautiful creatures, and I hope this year that Andrew can actually... Uh, bag a really nice buck. He is hunting with Grandpa, and traditionally, you know, it would be either myself or Grandpa, or we would all three go together. And I hope that they're doing well. I hope that they're uh, they're out there having a good time. Let me tell you this: right now, uh, there are some things that you must be focusing on, and this is not even something I was planning on talking about today. But I feel like it's good for me to just drop this in, and we will do a show on this later in the year. We are approaching the end of the year, and it is time to be discussing with your advisor RMDs, Required Minimum Distributions. For the past couple of years, that's not been a big deal. There have been a waiver, uh, let's say a an exception for RMDs due to COVID and some other things that have taken place. There's been a new law that was passed pertaining to RMDs. I want you to be aware of RMDs if you are any of the following individuals. If you are 72 or older, you need to be paying attention to something called required minimum distributions. Major penalties for not taking the amount of money you are required to take by the IRS. Another thing, if you have inherited money, especially if it's within the past couple of years, you must be focusing on the required minimum distribution. The IRS is going to require that you take money from that account. If it was due to a retirement account, someone passed away and you inherited that money, please, please, please be touch and base with someone. 270-600-PLAN will get you in touch with us. We can help you understand whether or not this pertains to you. Another thing, if you're 70 and a half and you've already been taking RMDs and you stopped taking RMDs for the last couple of years, you know, you were taking those RMDs for, let's say you're 73, 74, 75 years old. Well, you started taking RMDs a little bit sooner than what's required today, again, because there's new legislation. The last couple of years, you haven't had to take RMDs. If you are not familiar with RMDs or you have someone that is in this category, 73, 74, your mom, your dad, your grandpa, your grandma, be sure you mention to them RMDs are back on the table this year. Let's take that before December the 31st. Make sure you're taking your required minimum distributions. It's extremely important and there are penalties, major penalties for not doing that. If you need help with that, please get in touch with us. 270-600-PLAN, 270-600-7526. We can help you understand why it's necessary and if it's necessary for you to take the required minimum distribution. Back on the table this year, not been the case, especially last year. We didn't have to worry about it. They're back. 
you need to be aware of them and you must make sure that you and or your loved ones are following the rules put in place. Again, I did not plan on even talking about that today, but I just had a phone call right before I jumped on the air and it made me think that's a really good piece of information to drop this morning about RMDs. Today, what I really want to do is bring a little bit of information to you based off of some common questions that we receive. I am literally laid back in the chair this morning. I am just wanting to be a real, this is going to be a real common conversation as if it's me and you sitting on a couch just talking as friends. I'm not necessarily trying to bring a lot of financial jargon to you, which we do our best not to do anyway on this show. But today, what I really want to do is just give you some common questions that we hear in our first or second appointment with someone who's looking to maybe work with a financial advisor. And if these questions pertain to you and you would like a little bit more information, obviously, we would love to help you. But just about any financial advisor that specializes in retirement planning, now that's the big one, they need to specialize in retirement income planning. They would be able to assist you in answering these questions properly and how they pertain to you and your situation. I've got five, maybe six questions if we have enough time to go over, and we'll get to those as the show goes on. Before we get into that, though, I want to tell you this story about my son, Andrew, And then at the end of the show, I'm going to tell you about why it matters in retirement. There is this crazy phenomenon that's happening in the market right now that has been almost taking us and rocking us to sleep, thinking that the stock market can do nothing but go up. Historically, guys, we are in a position that we've never been in, where we have seen the market go up, up, up so consistently and at some point in time and I'm afraid that it could be in the future that uh, impacts these current retirees those who are four to five years from retirement or just entering into retirement it could go down and when it does it could jeopardize where you are in your retirement journey now there's a good chance that you already know this you already feel this in your bones (laughs) you can already tell You know, I have clients come in all the time and they're like, Dale, this can't continue to go up. There's no way it can continue to go up. If that is you, I want you to realize that there are ways to protect the money you have made. There are ways to make sure that if the market goes down, you're not left holding the bag. And that's what we do a lot of times with clients who are coming in wanting to slow down a little bit in their risk inside of their retirement accounts. Depending on your situation, we can help you slow down and get to your destination safely. We'd love to do that for you. But when I think about that concept and how many people we see come in who are banking on the stock market to supply them income in retirement, it brings this story to mind. This past weekend was my birthday. My son comes home with big balloons in tote. I mean, he's, he's bringing them through the door. Well, as he comes through the door, one of the strings untie somehow from the balloon, and the balloon wanders up to the ceiling. My ceilings are, you know, 10 or 12 foot high, something of that nature, in the living room. And we, my son and I already play this game. Five years old, as you, if you've listened to the show, you know I've got a five-year-old, Andrew, and a three-year-old, his name is Matthew. 
And the five-year-old, we will always play this game where I throw him up in the air, but we try our best to get as high as we can. And we've gotten to the point where he can pretty much touch the ceiling in the living room. We already do this on a regular basis. So I thought, well, let's throw him up and see if he can grab the balloon. He couldn't quite grasp the concept of grabbing the balloon, holding onto the balloon, and still coming down. He was focused on the landing, which is completely normal. And as dad's down here throwing him up, I'm throwing him up and I'm ready to catch him. Uh, He is just not able. We did it two or three times and he's not able to hold on to the balloon. On his way back down, his hands let go and he is worried about me catching him. Well, every time I safely catch him. Now, you can imagine that my mom and dad, as they're watching this, are just completely losing their mind because we're throwing this five-year-old up, and they know that we ha- we play this game. He loves to show them. Every time Grandma and Grandpa come over, he loves to show them. Uh, it's, hey, Papa, watch this, and then he'll ask Daddy to throw him high. Now, my three-year-old obviously has caught on that Daddy can throw high, and so I will also throw Matthew up in the air. Not quite you know, 12 feet, but I'll throw him up in the air, and we'll have a good time with it. Later on that evening, we had the idea, because we couldn't get the balloon, the balloon's filled with helium and it's sitting on the ceiling. Later on that that evening, we had the idea of throwing a football at the balloon and just, you know, making it a target. So we're tossing a football up in the air. And then I had the idea of actually trying to get the balloon down by putting a knife on a stick and puncturing the balloon. Long story short, that ended up working. We did take the knife, uh, we had it on a stick, it was a broomstick, and we was able to reach the balloon, we punctured it, and by the end of the night, the balloon was on the ground. It had no more helium in it. The, the thing that I want you to realize is that we were talking, my son and I, five-year-old, was talking about a different way to get the balloon down, and some of the ideas that he had, <laughs> as funny as they are, They make me think about the fallacy of believing that the stock market would behave as we would imagine it to behave in retirement. My son, five years old, comes up with an idea of how to get the balloon down that is pretty funny when you think about it rationally, but it's pretty much the same logic we use when we are talking about the stock market supplying income to you for the next 30 years. We'll tell you a little bit more about that closer to the end of the show. So let's get started with these um, these these questions that I get all the time. And I'm going to read them off. I've wrote them down here, so bear with me as I, as I pull my notes out. These questions we tend to get simply because it's a common question for a retiree, one who is coming close to retirement. One of the main questions is, when should I start drawing Social Security? I'm going to do my best to answer that in a very generalized approach today. But if that's a question that you have, I would love for you to sit down and talk to us, and we can specialize the answer to your situation. 270-600-PLAN. That's a phone number to get in touch with us. Another question, how long will my money last? Dale, how long will this money last me? And there's a follow-up question that I need to ask you to be able to answer that question. Number three, 
how much money do I need to retire? For those who are approaching retirement, they ask this question. Dale, you know, I've got four or five years left in retirement. How much money do I actually need to achieve what I'm trying to achieve? Another question that we get, number four, is how will I keep the uh, the the hospital or the nursing home from taking my money if I end up needing long-term care? Dale, how do we make sure that they don't get the farm, that my kids get the farm and not the government, that the state doesn't make me pay down all of my assets for long-term care? And number five is, should I take this pension that I'm being offered, should I take it in a lump sum? Or should I take it over a series of payments for the rest of my life? So we're going to attempt in the next 10 minutes to answer these five questions. And I have a feeling that I may get to rambling a little bit on some of them and we may not succeed. So let's take number one. Number one, that question is one that we hear all the time. And that is, when should I take Social Security? There are some things that are very important about Social Security that you must understand. If you take Social Security too early, you will have to take a, a reduced amount of income. And that reduced amount of income is reduced for the rest of your life. You will take a reduced amount of income for the rest of your life. One of the biggest factors in when we should take Social Security is what does the rest of your retirement plan look like? And I'm going to be honest with you, just about every one of these questions is going to be answered with, what does your plan say? What does your plan say? So none of these questions can be asked and answered in a vacuum independently, right? They must be answered with the holistic approach, looking at your entire plan. So when should I begin Social Security? Well, the answer to that is it depends. Does your wife or your husband also have a Social Security check that will be coming to them? Or are they taking that check based off of your earnings and your work history? Another question is, how long of a life expectancy do you have? You know, are you planning on living for a very long time? Does your does your family history say that you're going to live to be a hundred years old, or are you pretty much at the uh, you know end of your lifetime? Are you on borrowed time based off of family history? Another question is how much income do you plan on earning? Because at 62, 63, if you take if you take your Social Security too early, and you're still earning income, the government will take that money from you. You will not earn all of the Social Security you're supposed to earn. And there's a golden number of how much you can earn every single year without it jeopardizing your Social Security check. Now, the good news is they don't take it and you never see it again. You will bounce back to where you should have been after full retirement age. But why in the world would you take a reduced amount of money for the rest of your life when you're not even going to be able to take the money and put it in your pocket? So there's a lot of things that go into place here. One of the general rules of thumb is, well, I'm going to get my money while I have it to get because I believe that Social Security is going bankrupt. I'm going to tell you, you know, for Social Security to go bankrupt, it, it will probably look different for me at 34, 35 years old than it would someone who is 65. It's going to look different for me. But to say that it's going to go away is almost, especially for those who are in their 50s, to say that it's going to be completely gone is almost saying that all politicians will finally grow up and finally not care about being reelected again. That's just not going to happen. So I say we bank on what we know 
today and we can plan for the worst, yes, but let's also include in our plan kind of what we think Social Security should look like if all stays the same. Now, again, I'm not going to get into the weeds on why I believe Social Security will look different for me than it will for you, but I will tell you this, that Social Security is probably here to stay in some form or fashion. Chances are good we will all receive some sort of benefit from the government, uh, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing. We can debate that on a different day. Number two, how long will this money last? Now, I'm going to answer number two and number three, how much money do I need to retire with this one question. I'm going to answer a question with a question. How much money do you plan on spending? This is a very personalized answer. We can't answer this over the phone or over the radio, but we can if we sit down and spend 15 minutes. We can tell you about how long your money's going to last. We can run a series of reports and say, okay, based off of this rate of return, this is about how long we should expect your money to last. Now, we have clients who come in or prospective clients who sit down with us and they want to work with a financial advisor and they have unrealistic expectations. And so our goal at that point in time is to try and make their expectation a little bit less than uh, you know what they came in expecting. We like to make sure that we're being realistic with our expectations. You can't expect a 20% rate of return in the stock market every single year. If you do, you will probably be disappointed in your retirement account. Okay, guys, I told you I was going to ramble and I'm not going to get through all five of those questions, but I'll tell you this, I will answer those questions for you specifically. If any of those questions or questions you have, please give us a call, 270-600-PLAN. I can answer those questions. That tone means I have to start wrapping up this episode of the Retirement Matters Show. So I'm going to ask you to call me if you have questions that pertain to any of the five that we listed or especially the last two that we didn't get to, which is should I take this pension that I'm being offered by work? through lump sum or through a series of payments? And how do I protect my assets against losing them due to long-term care? I've got to get to the back end of this story, though. Let me tell you about my five-year-old. Remember how we how we had this idea of popping the balloon with a knife? His idea was to hand him the knife and me to throw him up. He would puncture the balloon, and then I would catch him. That was his idea. It was hilarious at the moment. But then I began to think about how how irresponsible that would be for me to do that. It's just as irresponsible for a retiree to put all of their assets to market and hope that everything behaves the way it should behave. You see, because my five-year-old can hold a knife, no doubt. I can throw him to the ceiling, no doubt. And if and when that knife punctures the balloon, it will put a hole in the balloon and I can catch my son. But what happens if one thing goes wrong in that scenario? it's going to be a different story. Unfortunately, we see a lot of clients, a lot of prospective clients who come in and they have set up their retirement account with the same expectations in the market. If everything goes exactly right, they'll be fine. But if one thing goes wrong, they will not succeed in retirement. We want to make sure that doesn't happen to you. 270-600-PLAN, 270-600-7526. I always enjoy talking to you guys, and I appreciate you spending some time with us here on a Saturday morning. Until we talk again next weekend, guys, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement.
God bless. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and all these Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained here and provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid postman.